Hey, everybody. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Mandy and Allison from Soulstar Energy Collective. And we are, well, first of all, we're intuitive healers, spiritual teachers, but we're very excited because this is our 100th episode. Clap for us. I don't know how, <laughs> how hard to clap because I got this damn mic right in my face. Um, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, it's like in camera view and everything because we're struggling over here. <laughs> you think that after 100 episodes, we'd have the audio down, but we don't. Oh, it's the worst. Um, absolutely the worst. So I we're trying out these different things. And so now it's like, okay, this damn camera is going to be on damn camera. No, damn mic is going to be on camera. And I have to like talk directly into it. That's okay. You see so many YouTubers with the, with the mic right in their, yeah. you know, right in their well, face. And I was moving it away because when I laugh, my octave goes really high. <laughs> We all just will laugh along with you. Yeah, I mean, I People know by now, if you've been with us since the beginning, first of all, thank you. But you know by now that Allie has a big laugh. I'm loud. <laughs> I have a big laugh. It's so, I'm so sorry um, if all of a sudden you're driving and you jump out of your seat because <laughs> I just burst out laughing. So I'll try to keep it um, together. We'll have to like, I'm just remembering back to the episode where we uh, had saw the mouse in my crawl space. <laughs> Because we used to podcast in my crawl space because the uh, the acoustics is muffled. So it sounded Ooh, so, so much good. better. So this is back in the day when we literally podcast from Allison's phone. Like we would put the phone beside us, yep. press, like open the app and press record. And then we would just podcast down in the crawl space, which was freezing, by the way, and a mess. But, you know, in the wintertime, sometimes there's a mice sneaks in there somehow mm. or a mouse. And it came to visit a couple times and both of us screamed. <laughs> And the thing is, so, so before we get into our topic today, we're, this is what we just want to do a little reminiscing, um, <laughs> over the podcast and like, you know, how we've kind of where we've come from and all that stuff. But, um, you know, with the, we don't edit our podcast, no. so it's literally, um, raw. And so it was like, oh my God, do we start all over? Because we could have just given somebody a heart attack. <laughs> Oh, oh, I should have laughed about that if that actually happened. Oh, like, that's, sorry. Oh no, I know <laughs> it was the worst because I think you you it was behind me, and so I think <laughs> you just kind of was like you're like oh my god, and I don't even know what it is, so I just scream. Um, and oh god, <laughs> I don't know if it was behind you. I think I thought to the side because, but it, oh. it's funny because it came. It was down there for a while because I couldn't kill it. And it came, um, at first I wanted to kill it. It's funny because the mice and rats just gross me right the fuck out. Like mm -hmm. so gross. Um, to, and then to know that there was a mouse down there, like when I, you know, upstairs in my house and then I'm like, oh my God, there's, I couldn't stop thinking about it forever. And I tried to get Nick to go down there to kill it, like to, to get rid of it, um, many times. And he did not. <laughs> so, and then I just assumed that it could left from the way that it came in and then it came to visit us again so we had another reaction but then after that like, it was like kind it was of like, like our sidekick our, it was our audience yeah we're like hey Minnie how's yeah. it going I was like Minnie just likes to sit and watch us Mandy because it always um, came to the same spot yeah. and just sat there while we podcast but it was like because it was facing yeah so it was behind like I faced a different way. So only mm, you oh, could behind see you. it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, of course, I'm like, what is she screaming at? I'm going to scream too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then it would just like, you get into your head thinking, I kept thinking like, I didn't want my feet on the ground. Do you remember how many episodes we did not put our feet on the ground? (laughs) And it was so uncomfortable. Um, And then finally it was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. We just have to have our feet on the ground. But then I would get into my head thinking, oh my God, did I just feel something? (laughs) And then you would like, you would like jump or something. I'm like, it's fine. But then eventually the mouse did leave. And then we found the hole and it was coming in and, you know, sealed that up. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. So, you know, this podcast, like this started with a random thought, like one of men, Mandy's downloads of like, I need to do a podcast. And I've been then, feeling that call for a long time, long time. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't even know how it was like, we should do it together. I, did I say that? I said that. You said that. Say that. Cause yeah. I was telling you, I, I feel like I'm being called to do a podcast and you know, I was going to do it regardless of whether or not you did it. Um, But then you immediately was like, I'll do it with you. And I was almost like, it just like, like you burst it out. Like you didn't have any control of that react. It was like a reaction. I'll do it with you. Cause we have some amazing conversations together (laughs) when we're just like sitting on the couch in my office and we would talk about the craziest things. Yeah. And so that's why, why we started the podcast. Cause we wanted to bring those conversations so everybody can, you know, so well, I'm, I'm like, that definitely was H like, yeah. because I was so in the closet then and we weren't even in business together. And the thought of even like talking about this crazy stuff, um, at all, like freaked me out. And I remember after going, what did I just do? Yeah. Cause you Where obviously come from, he didn't think or even consider that what we talked about would be out there for anybody <sighs> to listen to. Scared after I made that after it was like yeah we're doing this and then I was like oh my god I had to go through my own little like uh, panic attack when I was home and reflecting um and then <laughs> and then when we actually like released the first one it there was like this part of me that was like oh my god now the world knows now the world knows <laughs> as if as if everybody I knew was gonna listen to it when I didn't even share it to anybody. Uh, <laughs> They're magically going to come across it. And my name was going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) And they were going to hear you talk about crazy things, crazy things. So like Yanni Steams. Oh my God. That was a good one. (laughs) Yanni Steams. Yeah. And Bagitarian. Did I say that? No, I didn't. What? Sagittarius. Well, we were talking about the zodiac signs and we always say like Sagittarius. Yeah. Sounds like Sagittarius. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. Uh, daughter is a Vagitarius. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope that doesn't offend anybody. It's just a fun word to say. Yeah, every time I heard "sag," I was like, "Like badge." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we talked about Yanni Steams. I think that was an episode that my dad listened to, and then he was like, "I don't think your podcast is meant for um, for people like me." <laughs> Oh my God. Like, no, I had no idea he was listening to the podcast or had tried to listen to a couple topics, but we could get pretty silly. Oh, so then he no. says to me one day, he's oh, like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that your podcast is meant for, uh, for my, uh, for me. And I was like, oh no, it's definitely not. Because we're listen. talking about vaginas. <laughs> steaming your Yanni. <laughs> yeah. Steaming your vagina. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been pretty freaking amazing and we're so happy to be here and we're so happy to continue to be here. Um, because obviously if nobody listened, we we wouldn't keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Um, and as a thank you, we are wanting to do a giveaway. 
No, we don't. Oh, I'm just shoot. kidding. <laughs> oh, of shoot. course we do. <laughs> we give away way too much. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> okay. So we are going to, of course, we would love your support. So we were, we're asking um, for reviews so that we can grow the podcast. Our podcast has grown um, quite a bit since we started three seasons ago. And we're so, so grateful, but we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and your family, anybody who you think would be interested in this. Um, but we would really love to grow through reviews as well. So we're hoping that, um, you can leave us a beautiful review and then just send us a screenshot of the review so that we can enter you into the draw. Um, so you can send this screenshot to our email address or find us on Instagram and DM it to us. Um, and then we will put you in the draw. So this will be, uh, until next Thursday. So we'll, we'll have it out for the week. So anybody who listens to this episode within the week of, I don't know, what's the date, February 28th, 2024 to March, whatever, 2024, (laughs) a week later. (laughs) And then, um, and then we'll enter you into the, to the draw to win access to our meet your spirit guide course. Yeah. So yeah. it's our on-demand meet your spirit guide. It's uh, valued at $299, um, $299, not $2.99. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you get full access to that if you win. Um, and then if you want to get a bonus entry, um, if you can share uh, what our podcast, like one of our but- clips from our um our Instagram. So we put clips up on our Instagram at soul star energy collective. And if you can share that on your stories and tag us, then we'll put you in as an additional entry. So two opportunities to enter the draw for free access to meet your spirit guide. One is to leave a review and one is to share our podcast clip on your stories um, and tag us. So we know that you did it. I don't think okay. we've ever done, wait, we've never done um, a giveaway on a, on the podcast before. So this is no, a first. Not that I can remember. No, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I like it a lot. Um, all right. So enough reminiscing. So today we are going to talk about the Akashic Records. Um, we've talked about it before. We've talked about it in different episodes and stuff, but um, it's a really cool um, place to visit mm. and it's so much info and, uh, that you can get there and the, and the stories and all of the things like it, it, we love being in the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, well, let's just like talk about it. Talk about what it looks like to us. Talk about yeah. what we've kind of discovered or found out there and, um, and just share some stories and stuff like that. So we thought that would be kind of fun for our hundredth episode. One double zero. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first let's, for anybody who hasn't listened to our previous Akashic Records episode and isn't aware of what the Akashic Records is, why don't you tell them? Yeah, you go for it. You're so much better at it. I'm like, (laughs) I'm all in my head. And then I'm like, it's this. And then it's this. (laughs) And Mandy has like an elevator pitch. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of because it's, it is simple. Yeah. Yeah, And you're so good at it, but you know me, I get too many words jumbled in there. (laughs) pressures on. Okay. The Akashic Records is what we kind of refer to it as a metaphysical library that is located in the, I want to say the eighth dimension. Mm -hmm. 
eighth dimension. So we exist in the third dimension. So we have to send our consciousness up to the eighth dimension in order to access the Akashic records. Uh, this is done through a process of raising your frequency and a process of uh, practicing, essentially. And then the Akashic records is a, so the metaphysical library located in the eighth dimension that is houses the records of every single but every person's past life. So every single soul has their own Akashic records room within the library. And within your room is a record of every single past life that you've ever lived. So whether that's a human past life, galactic, uh, different realms, whatever, different planets. Also, you can find um, soul contracts in there. You can you learn about your soul family. You can learn about future lifetimes. You can learn about all everything to do with your soul is imprinted in the Akashic Records. So it's a pretty cool place to visit, especially if you're like, oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, what is the point to this life? Like, what is what am I doing here? Or you're searching for answers about like, why do I suffer with anxiety when it comes to like my parents not talking to me for five minutes or something like that? Like, why do I feel so connected to my mom or whatever? Whatever yeah. questions you have about yeah. yourself, you can find the answers in the records. Whatever questions you have about a relationship or mm -hmm. like everything, anytime we, we get readings and somebody's asking specific questions like we're off to the akashic records to, yeah. to find those out so if it's like you know what was the purpose of this relationship with my husband that's now over or whatever we can like see that soul contract to be like ah that, oh wow this is what you guys do for each other in mm -hmm. all of these lifetimes um and it's so fascinating because it's like even though it's like obviously in our human amnesia, we can't sit there and be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's totally true. Um, <laughs> because we don't remember there's, there's something within that energy, that magic that just resonates. And we've yeah. seen that over and over and over with our clients, with ourselves, that mm -hmm. it's like, even though we can't sit there and say for sure, like this was true, something about it just kind of like hits home. You get that ping within your body. And, um, and then hearing that can also like help with like healing or moving past things or just understanding it more. The moment you have that knowledge, yeah, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. That's why this was hard. Okay. Yeah. And it's easier. So yeah, I, I just love it. I know. I know. So for me and Nick, part of, uh, the past lives that we lived together he's always played a similar role for me which he kind of plays for me in this lifetime and that would be the role of the rock like somebody who's just solid supports me no matter what understands me for everything and every bit of me doesn't judge me you know just is really good at holding space and letting me be who i am through all of the roller coaster of my emotions he's just like the calm solid rock and he that is who i needed in this lifetime so that i could step into my purpose and he has played similar similar roles for me in many 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 past lives so i that is why you know part of why we're together in this life yeah absolutely mm -hmm. Well, and like, you know, I, I look at even when you're, you know, my marriage ended and, and you kind of sit there and you're like, oh man, did I make a mistake? Like what? Cause you, I think anybody going into a marriage doesn't think like, okay, it's going to end. And so then you're like, oh, <laughs> oh I shit. can't wait for this to end. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for this one to go away. Um, 
And so you can't help but reflect and be like, man, like, did, did I make a mistake? Like, what did I miss there or whatever? And it's like, no, there's no mistakes. Mm-hmm. They were always contracted to be in your life to, um, to have you grow and evolve and learn and, and all of those things. Again, like we've said this many times, there's no point of coming into this incarnation as a human. If you're not going to go learn, it's not Mm going to be butterflies and roses all, all along. Um, you know, I bet you can have like the odd lifetime where it is just like beauty the whole time, but that's not really the point of being here. And so, um, even when you're going through things that are, not ideal and you're like gosh dang it like why did this happen it's like no actually this is a good thing this was something that you planned because you're like dude I want thank you for letting me grow thank you for showing this to me thank you for letting me go through this process because this is what my soul needed to evolve and all those things right so it's it's pretty fascinating and oh I'm just going to jump into like a past life with with Kevin Mm -hmm. um, because one of the things that I was or have been struggling with is, um, what was it? I totally, (laughs) I totally forget why I went in to go see that past life. Oh yeah, I get it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, it is because maybe I talked about this on the podcast already. I'm so confused. Say it. It doesn't matter. We're saying it. Um, the reoccurring dreams, I know I've told you, um, but the reoccurring dreams with Kevin of oh, yeah. him being very, um, very like offhanded, didn't care about my feelings, didn't care how he was treating me and stuff like that. So that was something I've had my whole damn relationship with him. Right. Uh, definitely once a year for sure. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. not, maybe a, a couple of times a year um, and in different types of scenarios, but it was just the, the, the thing was he was dismissive and didn't care about my feelings and in, in those dreams. And that's odd mm-hmm. to have a reoccurring dream like that. It's not like I've had it with anybody else. It's just him. And so I ended up going, um, into the records to be like, why, why? Because now that we've gone through the separation, it's become even more of a fear um, that that version of him that's shown up in my dreams over and over and over is going to show up in my reality. Right. Um, and it like really hurts. Right. Yeah. And there's fear there that this person that I loved could treat me so poorly. The thought of that really like scares me. And so I went to a past life and it was, um, this life that we, we incarnated together and he, who was it? Oh yeah. So I was, this little boy, probably seven. Mm-hmm. He was um, my, no, he was my father. So in this past life, I came to a scene where this, I was standing in this kitchen and I was watching my mom and I was wanting to get dinner and she was going through a, like an episode. She was angry. She was, you know, being nasty. And I was, I could feel the fear mm-hmm that this little boy was having watching going like, Oh my God, like I've been here before shoot mom's at this stage. And, um, 
And so I was like, oh, and you know, I'm trying to, this is the great thing about past lives is that we try to figure out who's who. Yeah. We're just shown this like scene, like a movie scene. It's like we're plopped or we're like, you know, creeping in (laughs) watching this scene unfold. And, and it's like, okay, who's who, who's the boy, who's the mom, who's the dad, what's going on here. And so, um, I, I soon realized like the, the story unfolded and it was like, okay, when the father of this scene would go away, cause they were a farmers. So they would mm-hmm. like long distance, uh, travel. The mom became like this different version of herself. Wasn't she an alcoholic or something? She was an alcoholic, but she, she hid this only when drank was, when, yeah, yeah. Only drank when the dad was away or when her husband yeah, was away, when her husband was away. And so she became this totally different version. And this child was like, you know, petrified of her and she would threaten the child to never say anything to her husband, to the, her, the child's dad, um, you know, by saying like, he, he'll stop loving you. I'll tell him how horrible you are. I'll tell him all these things. So this child and like children do, we take everything verbatim and literal. And, yep. And literal. And it was just like this, you know, never said anything to dad when dad would come back and dad was like the safe haven, mm-hmm. you know, that safe haven, because when dad was here, mom was behaved and dad, you know, gave, comfort and all those things. And there was this fear in this, in this boy, um, this fear of like this ax falling of mom, you know, telling dad all the horrible things that she said she would say about him. And then dad walking, like being like, that's Mm -hmm. awful. And, and so I realized, so what I was shown was I was the little boy and the dad was Kevin's soul. And so this energy has kind of like, that's where this energy is coming from. It's kind of like, I'm waiting for the ax to fall. I'm waiting for my safe haven, the person that I never thought would ever treat me that way to all of a sudden turn on me. Mm. And so I, you know, went and I healed this lifetime um, and really just kind of said, gave gratitude to the lifetime to say, thank you so much for what you taught me in that lifetime, but I no longer need you. Mm-hmm in this lifetime and Mm -hmm. to like release that, um, energy. So that wasn't so strong Mm -hmm. anymore. So, Mm -hmm. and I, and I guess when I actually think back, some, as I'm talking, I'm like, how have you felt? Um, and I, I really don't feel, I don't know, like, again, it hasn't been that long, but I don't know. There's part of me that's kind of like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Well, look at that. Well, we'll see. <laughs> well, the fascinating part is when you like, cause time and space don't exist, right? Mm-hmm. We bring time and space into this, into our reality so that we can organize our events through the day and through the years and through the days and blah, blah, blah. So when you're on the other side and you're just a consciousness, a soul and energy, there is no thing, no such thing as time and space. So the fascinating part about past lives is that they're actually not past lives, <laughs> we just call them past lives because that's how we organize it in our brain, right? So all of our lives are playing out simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So when we do energy work in a quote unquote past life, we're actually healing ourselves in this moment as well. And that because 
if you think about it, like it's like an energy that ribbons through all of our incarnations all at the same time. So when you heal one experience, you're healing all of the experiences. So you're healing that part of you. So that is why healing in the Akashic records or in quote unquote past lives, that's mm -hmm. why it works. And that's why it's so impactful and so beneficial and why you will see shifts in your consciousness in your um, mindset, in your perceptions, in your experience, in your reality, as you know it in this moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think even like we've discovered with, with clients is when there's a specific fear or there's something that's really bogs them down in this lifetime, um, part of that journey. So it's like, it's, it doesn't mean that, okay, we're going to visit one life and now you're done. Mm -hmm. Sometimes part of that journey when it's that big, um, is you visiting different lifetimes, mm -hmm. um, and coming like, it's kind of like tying them off, like visiting them, honoring them, seeing them and being able to release seeing them. it. And you're seeing it from the different, it's almost like you, you, a prism. So, so you imagine a diamond and you're looking through one aspect of the diamond you're seeing, it's like a prism. So you have to look through a different angle and look at a different angle and look at a different angle from, for one wound that you're healing in this lifetime. So if you see the different angles, you're going to understand it in different ways so that you can, cause like we say, everything happens in layers, right? So it's yeah. different layers that you're, that you're releasing, that you're healing, that you're understanding, which is going to impact you in this, in this experience now. Absolutely. So like, for example, the witch wound, mm -hmm. um, you know, seeing many different time lifetimes that you or that created this witch wound mm -hmm. um is part of that healing and it's really you kind of just said something there but I was like ping um when we talk about even like you viewing a past life as a spectator spectator mm -hmm. you have a different um perspective of that whole scenario yeah versus when you are in it yeah it's a different type of perspective. And as souls, we do, um, when we pass over, we do a life review. And in that life review, we are seeing every perspective mm -hmm. of every situation we've ever been in. And that gives us this kind of like um, holistic uh, approach and understanding of us yep. and our experiences and all of these things. So it's kind of fascinating because when you're looking at a past life, you are kind of seeing that it's like that life review. You're seeing it from a different perspective. You're seeing it. You're not seeing it from that wounded child that all they could see was the fear. You're seeing it as the adult that you are now and going, Oh honey, you're fine. Mm -hmm. You don't need to feel this way. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like fascinating that they how that kind of ribbons in everything in the universe is tied together. I know it's like a quantum, um, spider web. web. Yeah. A quantum spider web. <laughs> That's how I was picturing Just it. not scary. <laughs> so funny. And I'm the spider. Oh God. <laughs> and I'm going to crawl over oh, to you. I can literally <laughs> see your head, <laughs> just your head on a spider. And you're like, <laughs> No longer so the golden retriever. I'm a spider. Oh my God. I'm going to make a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to make one for yourself to stand beside me. As a spider? Yeah. Both spiders. Mm, I'm going to be something else. <laughs> no, you gotta, we're going to be on a quantum web. It has to be spider. <sighs> Mandy, maybe I'm going to be a fly that's caught in your web. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be like this. 
when gosh. you were talking about the spiders though and on the web it sort of reminded me of that lifetime we saw about the fairies mm. yeah so sometimes when we go into the akashic records well let's okay there's like so many things oh I my god <laughs> we're, we're like past so first of all i wanted like we should talk about what the records look like to us yeah sure okay let's do that first and then we'll talk about what happens when we go into an akashic records room and then the fairy life yeah (laughs) start it off okay so to me the akashic records so i always kind of view the akashic records building as like a colonial style, white marble, beautiful, palacey looking building. You know, that's how I envision it in this reality. But that doesn't mean how that's how it looks for everybody. And I imagine myself walking up these like white marble steps and then there's like a landing and then there's this beautiful fountain. And then I walk up another layer of steps and then there's another landing. And then there's like these big columns that hold up the the building and then there's a huge ass beautiful door that's wooden to me because probably because Nick works in a door shop and the smell of like (laughs) sawdust is like some a smell that I associate with him so I like the smell Mm. and so it's like a beautiful wood door like handcrafted just ginormous and then I walk into the records building and it's kind of like a big I don't know if you can imagine like a big um corporate office but like in the sense of a big lobby Mm-hmm. with nothing in it just windows and it's white marble and then there's like one itty bitty like desk in the mm-hmm. middle of it that's how I imagine it so like when you walk in so I'm trying to picture this right now so you don't see like any doors any stairs nothing just one mm-hmm. big one big room until I get to the desk and then behind the desk is like two staircases that cascade up and then there's a landing and then underneath the staircases I see like another way that you could access like hallways and then another grand room which is what I call the main like what we call the main library I see the the main library down there but I also sense that I could go to the left on this like ground level or to the right on this ground level but I've never really like gone ventured yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. actually that's a lie I have gone to the left because that's where the council room is for me Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't it funny though when you're in these spaces? How like I'm just I'm I'm in there right now where where how I see the library and stuff, and it's like all I'm seeing is what's like directly in front of me. Yeah, and it's kind of like um you know the virtual reality is yeah. like it doesn't exist until you turn your head and you look at it exactly and so, you so go- I don't even care what's on either side of me it's like tunnel vision yes it's that tunnel vision mm-hmm. and then it's like created once you move and look and that's very much um what all of this is anyways it mm-hmm. is a virtual reality mm-hmm. you know even yeah. our existence is a virtual reality it's a, it's yeah. a holographic what hologram, hologram? um experience type of thing and so it's created once we and so I'm like it's kind of fascinating when we say that where we're like actually I don't even know what's over there because I don't look over there um, <laughs> and so yeah that's so cool mm-hmm. like, How do you have, see it? yeah we have very similar I I see um I see the Akashic records so like it's in like 
it's in the this spirit realm. I don't even know. I feel like when I get there, I'm like in this kind of um, state. There's other buildings. Yeah. Um, I see within this courtyard, like a tree, a fountain down on the courtyard. And then I walk up the grand stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my fountain's down below I have a fountain down below too but I also have a fountain on the midway yeah um yeah so I just walk up the stairs it definitely looks like a white colonial massive building with huge columns um two massive wood doors that are really heavy to open (laughs) and we're like itty bitty and the door's like ginormous I know and so (laughs) I'm like pull it open I'm so strong um and yeah and then when I get in there I wish I wish I wish I wish I saw it as all marble I still see it as an old library dark 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 wood mahogany yeah green um (laughs) all of this like it just like you know maroon (laughs) mahogany and I'm just like oh where are the cigars because that's what it feels like (laughs) Does it smell like cigars? Oh, just like every time I'm like, no, no, no. I want it to look like Mandy's. I want it to look like, um, you know, the marble and it's so beautiful, but it's like, my soul is very, I I feel like I've existed in a lot of male roles, um, lifetimes. And so it just like, it's like old man style, (laughs) like it's just old man style. So I've stopped fighting it, but when I, when I walk in, it's kind of like, if I stand there and I look, I'm like, the librarian's desk isn't that far away. She's in the middle. Um, and then there is cas- cascading stairwells on either side that go up to another uh, landing where there's like a um, terrace. Mm-hmm. Terrace, like if you walk up there, you can look down and be yeah. like, hi, librarian. Um, <laughs> I and see you. I see um and then I even see like this this even like smaller terrace or balcony above that Mm -hmm. um no stairs to it that I can see but I see it above that one and same thing like on the the floor like if I was to go behind the um librarian it would be like you know I could see all these doors that I could walk into. Um, And then if I go up the stairs, all these doors that I can walk into Um, and the main library and stuff like that. But it's definitely dark. (laughs) (laughs) Dark and dingy. Oh, musty. Um, And even even to the point, they like the hallways, the lights don't come on until I walk down them. That's creepy. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a haunted hotel. I, I don't even know. Yeah, I know. And all of a sudden I'm like walking and it's like doom, doom, doom. Why? So stupid. Well, there's um, I love when we will so we'll go into the Akashic Records together when we're doing joint readings. <laughs> sometimes so the librarian's very serious and she's like she's very busy she's got a lot of she's doing a lot of work but when we come in there sometimes we can come barreling in there like really loud and just like having a good time so it depends kind of on the mood that we're in when we're like together and like we, we're like high-fiving and we're like skipping in there and we're like teasing the light when she's just like I've like oh pushed you out of the way and ran faster like I've like you know when you like push somebody back and then you get a head start <laughs> and then like run up to the desk and she is is like oh quiet <laughs> she's so annoyed and she's I'm like oh like, uh, you again <laughs> you guys again and I was like sorry god we're looking for this key <laughs> give it over 
I'm like, so, so that's always like my home base. Um, it sounds really attractive, but I do love it when all of a sudden I will get a key or something and everything starts transforming. Mm. Um, kind of like the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Where everything like you're literally standing there and everything's like, and it starts like changing. Um, and so I've, I've for sure had that happen many times. We've had that happen many times in joint readings, um, where you're all of a sudden we're just being transformed or taken somewhere and we're like, Oop, Oop, spirit wants us to go. Um, go on a little adventure into a past life before we even get to the room. Yeah. Um, or like, or we ourselves transform yeah. into whatever. So when we're talking about the fairy lifetime, um, it was right when we got the key and all of a sudden we were like shrunken and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what the hell is happening? Why are yeah. you? Usually it's like the person we're with, like maybe they turn into a fairy and we're like, ah, they're taking us somewhere or something. Mm -hmm. But we transformed into fairies with our client. And it was like, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? What is happening? We've never had that happen before where usually again, we're just like the creepers um, watching a scene unfold. Mm -hmm. This, we became that thing. And so, um, this was really interesting and new for us. So do you want to explain kind of like why we became the fairy? Well, this soul, the soul wanted to explain to us, um, part of their purpose in this lifetime. So she, we actually didn't see a past life, but basically went to a different realm, which is like the fairy realm and was explaining to us how the plants work in the environment. So it was like, as a fairy, you're a little itty bitty. So you like, you can imagine yourself, you know, the, the plants and the flowers and everything is ginormous for you. So you're existing at the base, like we do with a tree, right? We're standing at the bottom of a tree. We look up, it's like crazy big and we see it. That's kind of like a fairy looking up at a flower. But what she wanted to share with us is like, don't you see how these are all so interconnected underground like under the ground everything is so interconnected within the ecosystem and they're all they're all like working with each other and talking to each other and all of the vibe they're all vibrationally speaking to each other and then and then was showing us her perspective from the fairy watching the humans trample on this beautiful space litter destroy and just like really just disrespect nature and mother earth and and honestly have zero idea of how magical the ecosystem and the environment and nature truly is it's like an ignorance that humans have with Mm -hmm. regard to um to our environment around us and we take it for granted and we destroy it and it's just all of these terrible things so as a fairy you're you're working with the plants and the animals and you know you're that's your your realm that's your world so this person wanted to experience what it was like to be a human and see it from the aspect of the human life um and try to help the environment but in human form because they're mm-hmm. like, fuck, I can't do anything from this fairy form. Well, I'm going to incarnate into a human form and do what I can from that side because I'm going to have way more impact to, as a human trying to help the environment. Um, and they do. Uh, but also, you know, if well, and that's like really cool in the sense because that person actually 
Mm -hmm. you know, we found out after like that person has, has always felt such a connection to earth, Mm -hmm. um, has just, there's this deep, um, need and want to, to help and to change things. And so that was so validating. Advocate. They're yeah. an advocate for the environment. Yeah. And that was so mm-hmm. freaking fascinating. Cause we didn't uh, know that. No. And, and it was just kind of like, oh my God. And then that person even saying this has been so in me my whole life. I've never, wa- I've always wondered why mm-hmm. I had such a passion to, to, to go down this road or to help or to whatever. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And, and for me, like, so this was like super fascinating for us. Cause again, we instantly thought it was going to pass life. Cause that's what usually happens. And then it was like, holy crap, no, this isn't a past life. They're showing us a realm, which is kind of like, okay, what's happening here? Like, we've never had this happen before. <laughs> um, what do we do? And, um, and which we bloody love, like yeah. I think with the Akashic records, we're always learning something new. It just never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fascinating to, because it was really fascinating to see that perspective um, because like the fairies are, they're, they're within the same space that we are within. Yeah. So they are just at a vibrational match that we can't see them. So yeah. I could have a fairy literally right at my face right now. And I would have no idea because I'm not at the vibrational match to like physically see it with my eye. And so understanding, um, how these realms can layer on top of each other and exist in the same space mm-hmm. just on different frequencies yeah. so that we can't, you know, see each other. So being able to look like this, this soul was showing us, like we were seeing what it was like on the fairy side. So the fairies could see us, fairies can see us. We just can't see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so, it was like this, this, I don't even know. It was like this film of like, we're watching and nobody can see us. It was kind of like funny and fun. Um, and then even just, we could feel the emotion from the fairy of how much um, pride and passion, well, the pride and passion. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. He wanted to show us like, she was kind of like, come here, look at this, oh, and yeah, look yeah. at this. And she would like show us like different Very excited. And all this. Yeah. Like so excited to be like, do you guys not understand? Like this stuff is amazing. Like there was so much pride on that side mm-hmm. of their, of the plants, of these things to want to brag and show us that, you know, it was so fascinating. Yeah. And I just want to say, like understanding how to read energy in general. So like what we teach and then learning how to access the Akashic workers. So anybody who's interested, like this is where all of these like skills can really help you with your interests and take it to a next level. So even somebody who's like into apothecary or herbalism or plant medicine, learning how to work with the fairies directly, just like we did in the Akashic records is going to level up your apothecary in some crazy, amazing ways because they're good. They can teach you different recipes or different ways that the plants work together. So literally sitting in meditation, connecting with the fairies and learning from them is something that you can do. Which is like fascinating. It's amazing. Um, it's so fascinating. You can go to um, the main library and pull the book on apothecary. Is that how you say yeah. it? Mm-hmm. I was like, am I going to try that? I the love book. the word. But <laughs> um, you can pull that book. You can pull a book on absolutely anything. Like um, we have our alumni space. So we have um, a membership that um, anybody who's gone through all of our courses can 
can join. And every week we we meet and we practice and we tr learn different things and all those things. So on one of these um, weeks, we went to the Akashic Records and we pulled the book on um, astral traveling mm -hmm. to understand it more. Um, and we've pulled it on Twin Flames. Like, it's just fascinating, especially like I even find for us because, you know, we just like we have a, a group of students and we're all just like going in there and learning these different things. And, um, you know, and it, being able to have like direct access to anything that you're curious about mm -hmm. is so fascinating. Yeah. Like, I just, I love it. I yeah. Love I like it a lot. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that we use the Akashic records for often is, um, to learn about our business. Because if you, you're, everything has a consciousness, everything is an energy. So if it exists as an energy, it exists in the Akashic records. So if you have a business, learning how to read or access your Akashic records gives you straight access into the Akashic records of your business as well. And learning the purpose of your business, like how to move forward in your business, some of the blocks you're working through in your business or the purpose of the blocks that you're working through in your business, like how your business wants you to move forward like there's so the contracts in your business you know what I mean like there's so many so many cool things that you can learn about your business in the Akashic Records and to be able to utilize that skill to understand your business from that um I guess that energetic perspective or like the bigger purpose mm -hmm. and it, it kind of alleviates the stress and the worry about things like not working out or the reason why things might be slow or certain ways that you might feel in your business or even get you excited for what's coming because you are being given insight and information as to what you should create or how you should create it or, or that sort of stuff. So I don't know. I, I really enjoy when we go into the records together to connect with the energy of our business and learn from, you know, our business's guides because our business also has its own guides and also what, what, it, what's up with it. Oh, love the business guide. Uh, she's, um, she's a spicy one. Uh, <laughs> she showed up for you first. And, yeah. and I was like, I, I'm just so happy that you get to experience a spicy guide. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She's very um, direct, direct. So she's, which usually means like if it, they're very direct and stern and kind of like stoic, usually galactic. So she's definitely galactic. <laughs> Why do I have two that are like that? I don't, maybe you just need that. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it, but I'm like, I, I see it. It's fine. <laughs> I know why. I'm like, it just pisses me off still. <laughs> I'm like, I tried, um, this is off topic, but it just like hit me. So you know how I got those dosing rods? Mm, the ones that don't work yeah for me um <laughs> so I tried it again because I, I I was I saw this girl on uh YouTube and using her dousing rods and I'm like they're so cool I gotta love it so I was like screw H I am just going to call in a different person like just anybody who who wants to join me if you're of the love and light come on down um, <laughs> let's play this let's do this right come so on I'm down to the price is right yeah. And I was like, beat it, H, get out of here, scram. 
Um, and so I started, you know, like, I was like, oh, is this, you know, in my, I started to be like, is this somebody that's uh, from Love and Light? And um, are you angelic? Are you, I started like kind of like playing yeah. around with that because I was like, screw this. And, you know, and they, and they were actually moving faster than they, they have before. And, and so I started like asking questions. And I was like, oh my God, I think I'm like, I think I got this down. And, and then I was like, I'm going to test this out and ask a question that I was going out for dinner, um, with friends. And, um, I was going to ask which restaurant we're going to, are we going to this one? We're going to this one. And I was like, now we'll see if you're telling me the truth. And (laughs) sure enough, nope, it didn't fucking work. And I was like, fuck you. I just spent all this time (laughs) asking all these questions. And And now I don't believe anything. Now I don't believe anything. You guys are garbage to me. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So annoying. Because I want it to work like it does for that girl. And then I just like, it's like, it's just like, it's like, he just like hangs around and like, just like, I can't pick him. no, <laughs> like, and he just like tells people to be like, no, she's not allowed. These don't, these are not allowed to work for her. He is. And yeah. it's like, and he's just like screws it all up because he doesn't want me to choose the easy button. And I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> So your you biggest can, like struggle in life is that H holds you back from get, accessing that easy the button. Easy button. I'm like, you're <laughs> such a jerk. Like literally hanging out, glaring at people that come forward, and I'm like, you're such a jerk. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> I just give the damn rods to Mandy. I was. I was you haven't yet. Can, you have. I know. I know. Because I tried a one last ditch effort. Okay, it didn't work. And I even have another set in my basket. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to work so bad and I'm like I got the ones that that girl has online so that I was like yeah we'll we'll do this we'll do these ones and I'll give Mandy these broken ones (laughs) (laughs) she can look like the idiot loser. (laughs) no but they work so good for you every time you've used them they're like super fast it's like yes no yes no and mine are like yes and then You're I'm like, like holy shit like how long did that take it's so funny I love it <laughs> I just crack up every time so um that was just like off key like we, we always have to do a few of those um a few tangents a few tangents <laughs> um what okay we I was like where did that even come from but that was from the guides and being you yeah. know stern stern guides yeah um yeah so like obviously the business part is is huge um even within our business like if we have a student ask us uh something and we're like Ooh, we don't know uh we'll go into the main library to be mm-hmm. like let's let's find out yeah um, there was that one question somebody asked us if you can, what was the question? If you can um, change a soul contract. Mm, yes. It was like, well, can you change a soul contract? What if you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to <laughs> do this with this person anymore. And I was like, yes, yes. The easy button. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to share what we received? Oh, you go for it. 
Okay, well, we I just talked a bunch, so oh. <laughs> it's pretty simple what we've received about that question. But basically, when we plan our lives out, we do plan certain caveats, or I guess what is the right word in a contract? That's it's a great like, word. Yeah, caveats in in the contracts loopholes. where well, not well, I guess loopholes or um, sidebars or sidebars. opportunities to rewrite the contract. But there's going to be certain contracts that you. You said, no, there's not going to be yeah. any opportunity to rewrite this contract or add anything to it. So in a lot of cases, yes, you can renegotiate or switch a contract up. But in some cases, if this is just something that your soul really needs to learn in this lifetime and you have planned that there will be no opportunity to amend, that's what I was looking for, to amend the contract, mm -hmm. then uh, you can't. So it kind of depends on the situation and you will get that sense when you go into the Akashic records. Cause one of the things that you can do is look at your soul contracts and renegotiate them or amend them if you want to, but you will get the sense that this one isn't amendable. Yeah. If it was one that you wanted to amend. Do you have any contracts that you would like to amend Mandy? That just came out. Yeah. The one with you. I'm Holy shit. Stupid <laughs> jerk. <laughs> That was quick-witted. Uh, that was good. The one with you. You like set that one up perfectly. Holy I shit. Just it out I of the didn't park. even think about it. <laughs> you just said you would die beside me. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. We're going to hold hands. We're gonna... <laughs> now you just want to cut our contract. <laughs> no, I don't think there's one contract that I would change. No. Yeah, me neither. Mm, no, because if I'm thinking about it, like it's just, you know, certain friends and stuff, maybe those ones, but I can, there's a pattern in all those friends and it's me being taken advantage of or them making me feel like a piece of shit, right? So that's more of a lesson that I need yeah, to loser. learn. Loser. <laughs> a lesson that my soul needed to learn that just took me too long to learn to let yeah. people treat me that way. So the reason why they, I had so many friends that treated me that way in childhood and in as a teenager was because I let them. Yeah. And, and you had to learn yeah. that through experience, right? We learn through the trials and tribulation and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so one of the other things that you can kind of look at, um, in your records is what lessons, what soul lessons did you come here, mm -hmm. uh, to, to learn? And, you know, We've obviously said when there's a pattern in your life, that's most likely a, a soul lesson. And you have many lessons that you're going to learn uh, within a lifetime, but it's kind of like we have some biggies, mm -hmm. some big ones um, that we come with. So in that sense, is there a big lesson that you would like to, that you're like, yeah, I wish I wasn't learning that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to skip over that one. <laughs> I'd say the main theme for me in this life is um, speaks because I have such issues with my my throat chakra <clears throat> is speaking um, speaking my truth like being able to share what's on my mind without because quite often I won't say what I want to say because I don't want to hurt the other person's feelings because I can feel they're hurt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I have that too. I, so I, I try. So, so that's I like a people pleaser. That is a, that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a version of people pleasing. Cause I think mm -hmm. I'm the same where yeah. I will, I will let myself hurt first Yeah. by 
allowing, like not saying something, even though I'm hurt because I don't want them to feel bad that they hurt me and exactly. all that stupidness. I know it's such a stupid it's house. Up. That is and fucked then- up. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. And then I'm like, <laughs> you're so, f- I fucked up too. I'm like, <laughs> It's always that way. I'm like, yeah. I'm always that way. I'm like, I remember my dad made a comment one time, you know, as a joke and, and I knew the intention was a joke, but it, it hurt. Um, mm-hmm. It had hit deeply. Like I think it's due with my weight or something, just something that I'm self-conscious about. Yeah. And, and I remember kind of walking away from that being like, God, that hurt, you know? Um, and just kind of like, I think I probably had a few tears and stuff like that. And it was kind of like interesting because I, I don't know, I must have talked to a therapy, therapist or something, not about, not just about that offhanded thing, but you know, if you're in therapy and then all of a sudden you're, you know, when you're trying to discover things about your people pleasing, whatever it is, I remember bringing up this example and, um, and it was like, well, why wouldn't you have said that hurt? And I was like, oh God, no, I'm like, no, because then he would feel bad that he hurt me mm-hmm. and I don't want him to feel bad because then I'll feel bad that he feels yeah. bad. And it was like, so you would rather him just continue to maybe say jokes like that and you be hurt instead of like calling him out on it and saying, actually, that's not funny. Um, and then potentially hurting him. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yep, that yes, is I how would, it goes. because mm-hmm. I feel what they're feel and I don't want them to feel bad that they made me feel bad. And then because then now you're awful. double now you're double feeling bad. Yeah, I'm feeling shitty and and now I'm feeling his shittiness. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) so I'm right. That's fucked up. And so (laughs) no, but when you can rationally say it out loud and you're like, yeah, I get it. That sounds really stupid. Um (laughs) um, why would I do that? And then I'm like, but I totally get that where you don't want to. So we kind of hold ourselves back to make sure somebody else doesn't feel uncomfortable or hurt or yeah. And that ties to the lesson that I learned about dimming my light to make people more comfortable. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's been a theme through my life too is that I don't want to be too whatever because yeah. that triggers so and so and so and so and so and so and I don't mm-hmm. and I can feel that too and I don't want them to feel bad do you yeah. know what I mean so that's yeah. just that's just what I'm learning what about you um well I would say both of those because mm-hmm. I definitely have seen patterns in my life where I will put myself down or downplay myself to make other people feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, um, I've had it many times, even just within the family unit where I, my sister would be like, Oh, like everybody's talking to you or like you, you're the funny one or something. Cause like I can go into a room and be like, Oh, and, and it was just like, I just felt like I couldn't be like, I couldn't even talk, like not even like the talking. Cause I know I can talk a lot, but it was like, it was, it was about, and it was just like, hell, like I can't, so you're, you were like, um, highlighting her insecurities. Yeah. And so she, in- she chose to pick a back seat yeah. in that moment instead of, you know, matching me or, or whatever. And so then it would be something that'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I need to remember like next time, don't, don't make too many jokes or don't, uh, you know, whatever. Right. And, and like, we've talked about this before where there's a balance, there's a balance mm-hmm. of understanding when you can be, um, a dominant force and where's the balance of like fuck that I'm not gonna not shine my light because this is who I am and if you can't have you need to step up and match me or see you later <laughs> versus right versus okay I understand that I can be 
a force to reckon with at times. And I acknowledge that how that can affect others. So there's such a thin line um, with that. But, you know, even just in the sense of like, um, as a singer, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, when I was doing nails or anything like that, I never wanted like somebody was like, wow, you're like really good at that. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I I was really shit at the beginning. Um, (laughs) I've done that so many times. I don't even know where it comes from. Because also that's like, part of me doesn't want it to it's be like you like, have to justify you know your what what you're good at so that you other people don't feel bad about themselves yeah or threatened or whatever it yeah. is it's so, so silly it's so I dumb I know so I'm like for sure like the, the <clears throat> people pleasing the not saying what I want to say the you know reducing like dimming your light dimming for my other light people. 100% I don't know how many times at work I've had to do that because you know, and I, I realize now on an energetic level that I can trigger people energetically. And, and before I was taking it as like, oh, Allison, you're too much, or, or you should do this, or you should do that, or you know, all these things. And now I realize on this energetic level where I'm like, but I'd always be like, why am I triggering them? I'm, I'm literally coming at it pure hearted. Like I had yeah. no, there was nothing in me that was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was always like so confused by that. Um, so those are definitely there. But you know what? That does tie into my biggest lesson of my self-worth. Yeah. And I think all of those things are offshoots of self-worth. Yeah. And loving yourself and loving being who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think for everybody, I think everybody kind of struggles with that at some mm-hmm. point, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Like so many buddy god, there's all these rabbit holes you can go down. <laughs> yeah. I just found another one. I'm like, <laughs> we just talked about it before we came on and I was like, "Oh, there's another one." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I don't remember. Oh, about so like I've been feeling the call to channel. Oh, to channel. Yeah. yeah. And Aren't I'm so excited for no, Allie to learn how to channel. Shh, nobody no. Shh. We just we just <laughs> putting like, the pressure on that. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm like realizing some taking a course and I'm realizing through it why I'm so scared of it is I'm so scared to lose control. Mm-hmm. I don't like the feeling of losing control. Um, you know, I don't like driving in the snow because the potential to lose control. I don't like rides. I don't like um what's the other Being dr- like drugs, like high and yeah. stuff like that. Like I've done pot a few times and uh, there's been a few and probably more times out of none, I've been like, should I go to the hospital? Um, <laughs> FYI, I will, not that I do drugs, but I do not plan to do any journeys, plant journeys with Allison. <laughs> I, need a, like, I need a different body for that. Everybody, we need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Something's wrong Somebody here. call the ambulance. We're all fucked. <laughs> We're all fucked. We're all going down. I'll be the paranoid one in the corner trying to drag everybody down. So don't yeah. invite me to your ayahuasca um, ceremonies. I wouldn't, I wouldn't if, let you come. I'd be like, you're not gonna, anybody you're gonna, like ruin my time, Allie. Yeah. But <laughs> even anybody who, who hosts those on that's listening, if you are a host and uh, you see me sign up, um, probably kick, yeah, kick me out. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to rally everybody. And we're all going to go into a paranoid. <laughs> oh God. I just, the, the, the what there uh, just had a ping. You should probably go into the Akashic records and see where that soul imprinted Ooh. from. Dang girl. 
I know. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. So because it's a new one that's coming up. So it's, well, it's that you're becoming that aware of. I'm aware of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, you don't like to lose control in anything. I'm like mm -hmm. singing. I was always very like, I kept myself boxed in and I'd only try songs that I knew I could do. And, and I didn't like like testing it out and like all the things of like messing it up. And there's, I feel like I have a lot of that. So I'm like, Oh, so the channeling is another one where I'm mm -hmm. like, what do you mean? Like, I don't want to like have something not take over my body. Cause that's not what I'm looking to do, but like channeling is kind of like connecting to a being on the other side and, and like letting I, them speak through you. Yeah. Speak through me, but not take over my body. I don't know. There's just, there's this thing of like, I just like what I need to know I'm there. I've tried to be hypnotized before. I swear I try to control it the whole time. Yeah, I'm um, sure you do. <laughs> because I just am like this, the thought of letting mm -hmm. go of that control. And so this is where it's kind of an like interesting journey to be on, to be called to, to channel because you do have to step out of the way. Yeah. And that's not something I do well at. So we'll get it together. My next sister. one. <laughs> It's my next journey. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, it's interesting. Cause usually with these ones, it's me that goes forward and then like pulls you in. Yeah, I know. Not this what time. What the hell? That's stupid. Yeah. I'd like test the waters. I'm like, it's okay, Allie. It's safe. You can come over here. You can come. And I watch <laughs> from a distance and I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then now I'm like, <laughs> you're doing it first. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I love it. Um, Okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> we have more to share, but we are running out of time. So we do have to go. I know there's nothing else we want to share. Mm, well, there's so many things that we want to share, but we'll do another episode on the Akashic records soon. Um, and talk more about like what you can find in the Akashic records and, you know, the different things that you can do. Cause there's so much more to the records than like just reading past lives so Absolutely. much more mm -hmm. so fun so and I say just reading past lives like it's like no big deal but it's pretty it's a big deal <laughs> That's a pretty big deal <laughs> I'm like it's pretty fascinating I know even I know. us just experiencing it and watching you're like holy like going back in time like time yeah. like I'm again in quotations there like visiting like these different past eras lives. eras like so the Victorian era and even like Vikings and yes. knights and what was that one that we went to that was um it was like 79 AD oh Mount Mount Blah. Vesuvius yes, yes yeah we saw yes. a, a life where somebody passed away in Mount and then Mount Vesuvius, like volcano eruption where it like covered Pompeii, the city of Pompeii. Like, oh, it was so cool. It was, it was so cool. fascinating. And you know what is so now we're just gonna go on another tangent. Yeah, but, just do it. Just, so do just it. kidding, just we're do not it. done. But one of the things that I love about what spirit does is that they'll validate what you receive in the Akashic records in your real like in your real life too. So with the Vesuvius and the Pompeii lifetime, I had just been um like been watching something um on tv and it was about mount vesuvius and pompeii i did a report on mount vesuvius and pompeii when i was like eight or something so okay. it was like it had come back into my awareness and then we read a past life and then it even happened when we read a past life for somebody and we saw him as um just like this kind of like this poor person in ancient Rome and it was like they brought so the Romans 
like their guards or whatever you would call them brought him into like it was he was in the Colosseum but in the underground so you know like where the gladiators fought and he was um in the in the underground of the Colosseum and he was watching through like these little bars like a window um and he was watching the gladiators fight and he didn't realize that he was there to be sacrificed as a part as a group like he was with another group of people just like him but he was his soul was so humble it was so pure it was so innocent and so loving um and in this lifetime it was like he had just accepted what his fate was going to be and he was okay with it um and so he went in died in this in the coliseum but what what spirit validated for us after the fact is when we learned that in ancient Rome, it was illegal to be Christian. And if mm -hmm. you were Christian, they would take you and they would have you die in the Colosseum Battle. fighting the gladiators for entertainment for the kings, the emperor's entertainment. So you were like sacrificed as somebody who had to fight the gladiators for entertainment because you were Christian. That's how they killed you for it was illegal to be Christian. We didn't know that when we were reading this past life. So uh, spirit validated that for us. And we're like, oh, that's why he was so like purely pure hearted and so innocent. It's just so like his energy was just um, very Christ consciousness. Like he yes. was, it was a beautiful energy to, and he didn't hold any anger or resentment to to this and then even in his life now he's very much very soft and very loving and very open-hearted and um very much the same but, type of energy yeah. yeah well and so like I you know one question would be is like so with that that mount um when I don't know how to say something I just blah, 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 blah. and so with that because like when you were explaining it and that you had watched something before got a ping in my head from somebody that it was like oh but then how do you know that you didn't see that past life because you had literally just watched something so like mm, how did you know and that's that's something that you know is interesting because absolutely our egos can get in, involved and be like oh am I making this up because I literally just watched this show that's the biggest on question on anything that you do with energy. everything and anything that's yeah. you're gonna get that question five million times a all day. the time and you know and I know like but what we realized was spirit will also put things into our awareness leading up to a reading mm -hmm. for a reason. So we don't know what we don't know and, or that we can even conceptualize or whatever. What's not there is not there. And so we have found during, through our journey um, that we have been drawn to uh, era-based period, period, period pieces, shows, which I've never been drawn to those type of shows before. And then I realized I was like watching how many different ones <laughs> that I was like, what is happening here? And, and then I realized like, it was like, oh my God, they're giving us reference points. They're giving us, mm -hmm. they're putting these in our things so that when, so that we have a bank, they have a bank actually um, of images and scenes to bring forward to us. So if I'm all of a sudden having a scene bringing forward and it's, and I feel like I am connected to what's that, what's that show that I was watching forever? Uh, 1923 rocks. no with the rocks oh um outlander 
Yes. Um, So all of a sudden I would be like seeing some past life and then I'd be shown and I was like, oh, like this looks like Outlander. And then they're like, yes, Allison, you're in the right place. Um, And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in Scotland. I'm like, oh, okay. And so like we get these reference points so they can pull these forward and start to kind of like play that game of charades because we've said that many times. It's not like spirits literally playing a movie in front of us or (laughs) putting words into our head that are like, complete sentences um it's kind of like dropping in insight Mm -hmm. and so it's super fascinating when you do have something where you were drawn to watch a show on that and then we go into a past life and the thing is we both were brought to it yeah but you were able to recognize it for what it was I was able to give reference to it to it where I just would have been like oh there's clay huts there's blah 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 blah. oh looks like a volcano just happened or whatever right so it's kind of it's so fascinating how that all works yeah Yeah. Mm I love it that's all we're done (laughs) (laughs) we do have to wrap it up though because we uh we are over time, we are but over just time. a reminder that um, we are doing our giveaway. So if you missed it at the beginning, we are um, going to be giving away between Thursday, the 28th of February and whatever the next Thursday is in March, <laughs> the 4th or 5th, maybe. We, we are so organized. It's the <laughs> 7th, March 7th. March 7th. So February 28th <laughs> to March 7th. Anybody who sends us a screenshot of the review that they give us on um, either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, whatever it is that you do, we much appreciate the support there. And we'll enter you into a draw to give have free access to our Meet Your Spirit Guide course that we offer on demand. Um, and then if you want another entry, if you share this podcast clip um, that we share on our Instagram, if you share it to your stories and tag us, then we will enter you in again um, for a second entry to have free access to your Meet Your Spirit Guide course. And in this course, we teach you um, how to connect to your spirit guide safely, and then also how to meet your spirit guide, obviously, the process that we take our students through to meet their spirit guide, and then also how to journey with your spirit guide, because our spirit guides have so much to share with us. Um, And journeying is a big aspect. So we'll take you to two different realms in uh, through guided meditations within this course. And it is a beautiful course to kind of start your process of connecting um, to your spirit guides in a safe, safe way. Yay. So fun. You can find out um, all the details and stuff in the show notes. Um, All will be there, our website, everything. Um, And yay. We look forward to seeing you at episode 101. Yeah. Thanks (laughs) for being with us. We'll see you next week. Bye.